Maris, your host of Stand Out and Grow. I want to help your business stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. Building your business is really, really hard. And knowing what marketing and advertising tools you need to help you become successful is extremely confusing. After 30 years of working with thousands of businesses, I am here to help you make good business decisions. I want to help you understand the programs that are available to you so that you can stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. So let's get started. Hello. Hey. How is everybody today? So um, it's been a while, hasn't it? It's been a little bit of a, a, I've been away for a little bit. (laughs) So I had uh, some company in town and then I uh, took some time off. So, you know, I had to refresh my batteries. Anyways, let me introduce myself in case you are new to my show. I'm Kat Ramirez, CEO and founder of Advertise and hashtag Social Buzz. And if you have been watching uh, my programs before, I talk about uh, some tips and hacks on social media, small business uh, programs and uh, lead generation. So if you have any questions or if you are tuning in, drop me a line and let me know uh, just so that I know that this is working again, uh, since, especially since it's been a while since I have been live. And I know this is going to be like a shocker to everybody, but that's okay. That's okay. Because this is what it's all about. Oh, yay. It did show I'm alive. Yay. Awesome. Let's see if anybody tunes in. <laughs> um, okay. If you are tuning in, drop your line. Uh, drop me a comment. Let me know where you're tuning in from. And uh, if this is your first time uh, watching, like I said, uh, any comments that you have or any questions that you have, either drop the comments below or reach out to me on any social media platform because I am available. Uh, I am on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, wherever you want to drop me a line. I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, I will um, preference and let you know because I know a lot of people are trying to connect with me. I am tapped out on connection. So if you want to get any updates, you're going to have to follow my profiles and that's on Facebook and on LinkedIn, I am tapped out. So if you uh, just hit the follow button, you will get my alerts and you'll get all the updates in my future lives. And George Bates, thank you for watching. I appreciate it. And your first time, that is awesome. And obviously you're somewhere where it's already evening time because you said good evening. So that's fabulous. I am in the Midwest. So right now it is 346 for us. Okay. Today I want to talk about virtual assistants. And um, I feel like this is a really, really good topic because A, 
I have some virtual assistants that I utilize, but B, I have clients that also um, have utilized virtual assistants. And I think everybody has had different experiences with virtual assistants. Michael, thanks for watching. I appreciate it. Um, so I want to share some of the experiences that I've heard from some of my clients, but also some of my personal experiences, because if you are looking at, you know, trying to get a virtual assistant for your business, then these are some of the things that you want to know to prepare yourself for it. So it is a win-win and it's a huge success for you. Uh, Jesse says, love my virtual assistant. That's awesome. So obviously you've had a very good experience with virtual assistants. Not everybody has. So just so you guys know, um, so I think sometimes it's luck of a draw. I also think sometimes it's how you manage it and how you pick and choose your virtual assistant because you should be judicious and picky just like you would an employee. And so virtual assistants uh, come in all shapes and sizes and all types of backgrounds. And that's what I want to talk about. So that uh, if you are in the route of trying to get a virtual assistant, then I want to help you. I want to make this process easy for you. And I want to help you understand that it's more than just saying, hey, I need a virtual assistant. I'm going to hire a virtual assistant to do that. Because uh, a lot of times it's not that easy. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, you won't know about that in until you figure it out for yourself and you work with one or two or three virtual assistants and then figure out that it is not as easy as people make it out to be. Uh, and so for the virtual assistants that are out there, um, don't, ah, don't slam on me. This is not a um, bashing virtual assistants at all. It is a find the people that are the best fit for you, virtual assistant opportunity. And it's how do you find the ones that are the best fit for your needs so that you do get a return on your investment? Because at the end of the day, you still have to get a return on your investment, even for a virtual assistant, because it is an expense. And if you're going to put the time and energy into hiring a virtual assistant and recruiting a virtual assistant, you also want to make sure there is a return for you and what you put into it. Okay. So let's talk about some of the questions that I put on the, uh, oops, didn't want that on the header of, uh Oh, um, the subject line. Uh, and I hope that my internet works properly because I've had trouble. I had to reinstall internet. I can't tell you how much trouble I've had with spectrum. Yeah. I'm not a fan of spectrum and they have a monopoly in our community. And so, um, hopefully my, uh, internet and this whole live situation doesn't crash. Uh, and if it does, I will be on the phone screaming at spectrum, fix my internet again. Okay. So uh, some of the questions I had. So A, are you thinking of getting a virtual assistant? So if you are thinking of getting a virtual assistant, here's my two cents to you when you start looking or when you start thinking about, I need a virtual assistant. List the things that you want a virtual assistant to do. Don't just assume 
like, oh, I need a virtual assistant and then they're going to do everything for me. No, that's not the case. Um, you want to make sure that you have a list of things that you would want your virtual assistant to do. That way, when you're interviewing people and talking to people, you can be very specific on what your needs are and the expectation and that you need them to deliver on. So, so write a list, know exactly what you want your virtual assistant to do and make sure that this list is something that can be done by a virtual assistant. Okay. So have a list. Uh, so, okay. So I love the second question. Okay. So what can they do virtual assistant and what can't they do? Okay. So it depends on where you're sourcing out your virtual assistant. Your virtual assistant should also send you a resume and tell you all the things that, or a CV, depending on where your virtual assistant's gonna be sourced from. Some of them are out of the country. Some of them are here in the US. So make sure you ask for a CV or a resume, okay? You need to ask for this. You can't just assume someone tells you that I do this and I, I am good at it. Oh, please don't do that. Please. I have had so many horror stories of people hiring virtual assistants and they didn't know what the hell they were doing. And the business owner, the person that hired them expected them to lead and drive this. And that was not going to be the case. Okay. So what can the virtual assistant do? What are their capabilities? Well, definitely ask for a resume. And then I always ask for samples. I ask for samples of the work I want to see. And I want to see more than one. Because if you're an expert in this, then you better have more than one. So I'll give you an example. If I hire um, uh, a VA to do video production or I hire a VA to do copywriting or whatever the case may be, whatever it is, I will make sure they send me plenty of samples so I get a feel for, do they know how to do this? Or are they just bullshitting and telling me they can do it just so that they can get a job, right? Okay. So, and knowing how to do it and being good at it is two different things. Keep that in mind. There are degrees of how good are you and can you do it? Okay. So, so that's the other thing to keep in mind. This is why I love samples, 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 and samples, and more samples and lots more samples of their work. Okay. Uh, Andre says, Hey, cat. Hey, Andre. Thanks for watching. Yay. It's been a while. <laughs> okay. So um, capabilities, ask for samples. You have to, you have to, you have to. If they don't have samples, then they can't do it. Just assume they can't do it. If they cannot give you samples and if they give you some bullshit story of, oh, I can't share that, it's proprietary or whatever, blah, 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 then they can't do it. Okay. Don't hire them assuming they can, because then they should have sample stuff that they can put on a resume or they can put on a website where they can show their samples. Okay. Um, so those would have been work that they got approval from previous clients of, Hey, can I use this as on my resume or as my portfolio or what have you? Okay. So just like anybody else, vet them out, vet them out and understand their capabilities because anybody can put on a resume or CV. And I will tell you that people do do this. Anybody will put that I can, I can blog, I can 
video at, I can um, transfer data or whatever, or uh, I can do social media, I can do paid ads, I can do all this stuff. I'm so wonderful. I can do it all. And I'm here to tell you, <laughs> nobody can do it all. I mean, they would have to go through years and years and years of training and accreditation accreditations and expertise. So they would have to be a little older. Okay. So just keep that in mind. Um, so, you know, again, take it with a grain of salt because too many times have I received resumes and I've interviewed people and I say, show me samples. Let's set up a time and talk, show me samples. And then I get the samples and it look like crap. They look like complete and utter crap. And it's not anything I would present to my clients and nothing I would put on my brand. So just keep that in mind. So when people send you their CVs and resumes, you definitely want to see samples. Don't just take it for their word. And I'm not trying to tell you to be a skeptic, but I am. I am. Protect your money. Okay. What else did I put in here? How much does it cost to, to I was going to say buy. How much does it cost to pay a virtual assistant? Well, it's all over the place, people. It is all over the place. So if you are looking in the States, then you're looking at the cost of their expertise. So it can range from minimum wage. Okay. So whatever minimum wage is in your neighborhood. Okay. Minimal wage to an expert. So you're talking 30, $40 an hour. Okay. Mm -hmm. So just like hiring a consultant. So there are virtual assistants that are experts at it and that charge a premium because they're worth every penny. They are worth every dime that you pay them. So that is pretty much all over the board. Now, if you go overseas, you're going to pay less because you're going to pay whatever the going rate is in that marketplace. Now, if you go overseas and it depends on which area you're going, now you're going to run into qualifications, dialogue, English, speaking, uh, pronunciation, um, typos, and what have you, and use of language, okay? So keep that in mind. Um, a lot of people that I know that are small business owners that hire virtual assistants overseas, they assume, especially if they hire them from a company, they assume they come fully equipped, ready to go. It is not like that. I'm telling you right now, it is not like that. You have to train your people just like you would have to train an employee. You have to train them and you have to guide them and you have to give them instruction. So they're no different from hiring an employee, no different at all. No, 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 no. And do not treat them differently. Do not, do not, do not. That's how failure works is, um, uh, small business and entrepreneurs and solopreneurs hire these virtual assistants, assuming they come well-equipped, ready to go, just like the little package. All right. I hired this virtual assistant. Now I'm just going to give them my task and they're going to do it all. And they're going to be fabulous at it. No, that's not going to be the case. I'm telling you right now, you might get lucky and hire someone like that and they're well-equipped and they do that. But most of the times I'm telling you just about every virtual assistant I have ever had I have had to train to do it correctly and to do it right. So please don't think they come well-equipped already. The ones that charge you a premium, I guarantee 
they come well equipped. Okay. So the ones that charge you a premium are ready to go. They don't need you to train them. They just need some guidance and what, you know, what you need them to do. Okay. Okay. So we just went through costs. And if you have any more questions about costs and how much and where and when, just reach out to me. I can give you more details on pricing and what have you. Okay. So how do you weigh out your options? How do you weigh out the opportunity of do I hire a virtual assistant or don't I, or do I hire a consulting company that can manage this, or do I hire a social media company to do this as opposed to hiring a virtual assistant? So how do you weigh out the costs? Okay. So this is a really good question because this has to do with your time and your energy. Okay. Are you personally trained in what you want the assistant to do? So I'm just going to be hypothetical because I'm in social media and I run into a lot of business owners that hire virtual assistants to do social media and then they end up firing and then they end up hiring us. Okay. So if you are a business owner and you hire a virtual assistant to do your social media, are you equipped to train them in social media so they do it right? That's how you weigh out, do I hire a virtual assistant or do I hire a social media company to do my social media? Think about it, because if you hire a virtual assistant, you're more than likely going to have to train them on how to do social media unless they're an expert in social media and they can give you um, their uh, history and what have you and samples and all this stuff that I just told you to vet them out with. Okay. And there are um, uh, virtual assistants that are niche like that. There are those that are out there. Uh, again, you would have to search, hunt and find them and then definitely make sure that you vet them out and you interview them, please. Please don't make the mistake of just hiring someone because they razzle dazzled you or you love what they look like on paper and you never did your homework. Please don't do that. Okay. Uh, so how much is it going to cost for you to train them versus how much is it going to cost for you to just have someone else who is an expert in that do the job? Okay. Um, so contracting work out is a good thing. It has saved a lot of people money. Okay. So what part of that you, again, when you wrote the list of, I want my virtual assistant to do all these things, like what part of that list are they really an expert in and what part of that can you allocate to them? And what part of that can you allocate to someone else? I saw a post, so I had to share this because, you know, I was like, oh my God, you, you want to hire a wonder woman. I saw a post that someone was hiring a virtual assistant and what they want is, and they had a laundry list of what they wanted their virtual assistant to do. They wanted their virtual assistant to do all their accounting, all their bookkeeping. They wanted them to do the payroll. They also wanted them to do social media management. They wanted them to update the website. They wanted them to run the ads. And then they also wanted them to uh, help them with LinkedIn and profiles and graphic design. Is there somebody that's capable of doing all of that? I understand that there are people that are expertise in accounting and stay in that field and that's a niche and that's what they do. But is there someone who's in accounting and then they're also a graphic designer and a website builder and a social media manager? 
I just don't get that. So I'm trying to tell you guys is to manage what you're asking a virtual assistant to do because a virtual assistant would have to have training in all of that. You can't just ask a virtual assistant to do all of that. You know, you're asking for a Wonder Woman person or Wonder Man because I don't want to discriminate. So think about the laundry list that you put together that you're going to give to this virtual assistant and think about is a normal person capable of doing all of that and being an expert in all of that? So think about that because I think what happens is business owners, entrepreneurs and what have you come up with these lists and then they're like, they want to find this person that's going to do it all magically do it all. Yay. <laughs> sorry. I have to, I'm sorry, but that just, I, I can't find someone that's wonder woman. I can't. And I'm, I'm good at hunting. Okay. So what to look for in a VA? Well, they have to match your personality. I'm going to tell you right now, if you can't get along, if there's no line of communication and communication is key, you have to have ongoing, complete and other communication, more communication than you ever, ever, ever wanted. Because at the end of the day, all this stuff is your stuff. And if you don't communicate, you're not going to get what you want done and what you want done right. So communication is key. So that's the first thing you should look for in your virtual assistant. It's make sure that they will communicate with you ongoing all the time because you do need that. And I'll tell you what, I've hired um, virtual assistants that would never reach out to me and I had to reach out to them. You just made my job hard. Why would you do that? Don't do that. So they have to be reaching out to you and they have to be giving you updates. Um, so you want someone who uh, is going to have that aptitude and they're going to have that and they're going to ha have that willingness to do that and, and want to communicate with you. So you pick communication channels that they can communicate with you like spot on. So, for example, I use Skype because it is a universal instant messaging. It, I, not everybody's on Facebook Messenger, so I don't want someone to Facebook message me. I use Skype. And Skype, I don't have a lot of like random people on Skype. So I use Skype. It's easy. I won't get disrupted. I won't have other people trying to message me like on Facebook Messenger. Like when people see that you're on and then they're trying to message you. And I'm like, I'm not here to like, you know, play on Facebook. I'm just trying to communicate to my assistant or my employee or whoever the case may be. Okay. Um, communication. That is key to look for in a VA, uh, virtual assistant. The other thing you want to look for is they have to mesh with your personality. I'm telling you, they have to. Uh, if your personalities don't mesh, if you can't communicate, if you can't see eye to eye, if there's no connection there, it's going to be a challenge and it's going to be really hard and it's probably not going to work out. Okay. It's not. And you'll know within, you know, the first two weeks, you'll know, you'll understand, um, you know, and maybe this is the opportunity that you invest in a disc um, type of program, uh, personality testing kind of thing, because that way you're both on the same page and what have you. I do believe in those personality tests. 
because you want to make sure that that person that you're hiring, that virtual person is really going to be there to support you because that's what they're doing. They're supporting you. Uh, so how, whatever that means to you, communication, personality, um, response time, uh, availability, whatever that is important to you, you've got to make sure that those expectations are very clear to them. Very clear. So if the expectation is, hey, I need you to be available from like, eight, let's say 7 p.m. or a.m. Let's say you're up early. Let's say I want you to be available from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. every day, Monday through Friday. Are you good with that? Okay, that's my expectation. If I message you, if I do something, I need you to reply. I need you to get back at me because I can't move on until you give me this information. Okay. So ex building those expectations and talking through it. And that way you're on the same page. Okay. And then where to find a VA? Where do we find these people? Oh my God. <laughs> They're all over the place. They are all over the place. If you search LinkedIn for a virtual assistant, you're going to find a lot of people with those titles. You can just reach out to them. Just reach out to them, message them and ask them, are you looking for an opportunity? I'm looking for a virtual assistant and then start having a dialogue. Those people I love because you can see their resume on LinkedIn. Those are great people. I also search Facebook. Um, I'm also part of virtual assistant groups uh, and I get referred a lot. I get referred uh, to uh, from other people who have been virtual assistants for me, have referred other people just because they like me. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, you can also, people might even refer you, but if you just put it out there that you're looking for a virtual assistant and then you put some of the, the qualifications, trust me, people will come to you. They will. And I, and maybe it is preferred that they come to you as opposed to you go, you know, seeking them out. But if you post it out there, um, and if you're on a budget and you have a wage per hour, make sure you put that out there so that they know that. Um, so you make it clear on your expectations because again, virtual assistants charge all across the board. They're all over the place. So you don't want someone applying to you or reaching out to you. That's going to charge you $50 an hour. If that's outside of your budget, right? Don't do that. So if your budget is, let's say $12 an hour, then you put that there and you let people know, look, I'm looking for a virtual assistant three hours a day, $12 an hour. Anybody out there interested, I just need some administrative help in this and this and this. And that, then you list it and say, send me your resume or CV via this email, and then we'll schedule a time to call. You know? And so I would talk to everyone, I would screen everyone, and I would, again, would use this as an opportunity as like you were hiring an employee. Same thing. I would not treat it any differently, okay? Okay, I think I answered all the questions that were asked. Yay, yay. Okay, if you have any questions or if you have used a virtual assistant and you had uh, a great, you know, fit with it or you had a great experience, you know, drop me a line, let me know. Share if you want the place that you found your virtual assistant. Uh, there'll be other people looking and, you know, watching this live and looking for a virtual assistant. Bill Snow said spot on. Hey, Bill, it's been a while. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Martin says, Wonder Men are not in this world, but <laughs> Wonder Twins are. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So
So I, I'm, I meant, sorry, <laughs> but there are wonder women. Uh, so thank you everyone for watching. I appreciate your time. And again, this was about virtual assistants. If you miss the broadcast, just repeat, watch it from the beginning and you'll get some really good information on how much, where, how, why, what do they do, what can they do, capabilities, and how to vet them. Because again, I'm not here to bash on virtual assistants. I'm here to help protect people on virtual assistants because they are not this automatically equipped person who knows how to do everything. You know, they're just like you and I, and they were coached and trained in different things. And for someone to expect them to be able to do accounting, bookkeeping, social media, website, graphic design, and um, I don't know, inbound calls and everything else. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. I hope you're going to pay them well. <laughs> Thank you again. I appreciate your time. And it's time to wrap this up. So until next time, you got this. And I definitely look forward to uh, talking again. Next time I come on, I'm going to talk about business plans. I had somebody reach out to me and say, Kat, you should talk about business plans. So I'm going to talk about business plans. So next time you see me, I'm going to talk about that. So until then, you got this. And I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Stand Out and Grow. Check out all the notes and links at www.standoutandgrow.com. I am so thankful to you for helping this show continue to grow. I want to keep producing content that you want to hear, so please leave me some feedback. I look forward to bringing you more resources and information to help your business stand out and grow. Please follow us on social media and make sure you follow this podcast so you can learn more about helping your business stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. Until next time, you got Advertise this. helps businesses stand out and grow with affordable advertising options. We will help you make good business decisions so you can save money and not just throw it against the wall to see if it sticks. Get your free strategic advertising analysis today so you can see the opportunities to stand out and grow your business. Visit www.standoutandgrow.com offers page to learn more.